but I told her. I know you've gone to the bathroom in front of people at the Standard Hotel, but I don't think I want to watch that on the show, Janine. No, why would we air that? That's ridiculous. I I think you two would come down on you for that. Pretty much so. Anthony on Air Podcast, back for another episode. Huge conspiracy theory documentary series coming up on Epstein, and we're exploring this idea, again, that he's a government informant. We'll dive in. Plus, uh, there's a big story about Hunter Biden today and uh, not looking great for the Biden administration overall. Would you buy Bill Gates's house, given what is in the house? His current house. That story coming up. Well, one of his many houses. Uh, Uh, Macy Gray believes that we should get rid of the American flag. A bartender who saved a young girl down in Miami. It's a heartwarming story. Banksy, Dave Chappelle, and floating green goblin through Times Square. All that and more on this episode of the Anthony on Air podcast. So, Peacock, Frank, there's this new documentary series coming up on Peacock called Epstein's Shadow. It's all about Ghislaine Maxwell. I believe it's going to be a three-part series. See, it I, was, pr- I was hoping for a new Epstein documentary. They're rolling out like 10 of them. It was like, when, remember when those uh, We Switch Bodies movies started coming out every 10 minutes in the 80s? This is right. what it's like right now. It's like every day was Freaky Friday. <laughs> uh, well, we're getting this on... Um, June 24th, that's Friday. Some advanced copies have been going out, and now the buzz is starting to build again that Epstein was an FBI or government informant, basically going back to the 2008 sweetheart deal that he got under Alex Acosta. They're saying that he was giving information to the FBI in exchange for the sweetheart deal and also staying out of prison altogether given what he's done um the other thing that this points to that i haven't really heard a lot of people talking about because it doesn't have much to do with the trafficking is that they say epstein was a crucial witness during a trial of two bear stearns executives who faced allegations of corporate securities fraud during the 2008 crisis so sort of this new little wrinkle of put all the trafficking aside for a second this guy obviously was super involved in the financial world and what he knew was he giving information there that helped keep him out of out of prison you know he's he was obviously a guy who knew a lot of high you know high rolling people so and i'm i'm sure with his dirtiness you know it was other dirty people and what you know if you can get other people well, it's interesting that you say that because the the documentary, and again, I've only seen some, uh, I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but from what I've seen, they're kind of alluding to the fact that this idea of she's the actual mastermind or an equal to him. Like, I guess all of our impressions were sort of like, he's the kingpin, and when he went, they just got his second in command, i.e., her, Gilgalay Maxwell. Yeah, I think but, we assume that because he's the guy. I he was the big, a, right? Yeah, the first fall guy, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's true. It's just no, kind I mean, of the way just, it he's feels. a man. He's he was a man. She's a woman. You don't expect the woman to be in charge. Right. Stupid stereotype, but but true. I think that's what we assumed. Right. 
Um, so this sort of is, is, is kind of pushing that idea of, yes, he has the money, but really outside of, uh, Wexner, I always say Lex or less. I, and I can never remember the Victoria's Secret guy. It's less or less. It doesn't matter. But Wexner was the first sort of guy who gave him money and whatever else. And that it was basically Ghislaine that who came in and introduced him to the Clintons and Gates and like that. She was really the one bringing in all these influential people, right. you know, connecting them to him. Makes me wonder how. After the trial, November, it starts whenever the hell it ends mm-hmm. after that, will the all these documentaries and things will they still like how how true will they be anymore you know i don't uh yeah i don't know i'm not really entirely sure <laughs> shout out to frank's wife who just popped in the frame for a second there yep. <laughs> i like the hair thing tell her she I think looks that great. was everybody's first glimpse yeah anthony likes the hair thing <laughs> Just a second, just for a second. Um, but yeah, it's no, it's true. I, I, we don't know how much it is. And again, like I said, this is just another documentary of all the things that are coming out. But it would play and make sense with the fact that he did get such a slap on the wrist for well, the two thousand. Nothing 2000. was over yet, right? He was still in jail. Yeah, but he was like he was coming and going. He got a year. I mean, he got a year oh, yeah, for doing a lot of really a year in. It would explain that. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um, but I find it interesting, too, because, you know, you look at, like, for instance, the Whitey Bulger thing. You ever see The Departed? Yes. All right. So they took a story and they, they slapped it in towards this Whitey Bulger story. And basically what was happening there was he was the kingpin in this situation, yet he was giving up other people to the FBI. And, you know, basically, like, because, for instance, when you watch a movie, you there's the crime boss and there are all the underlings and they're always trying to get the underlings to give up the crime boss to stop the crime thing. Mm-hmm. But that's a movie. And if it's not so, if you don't have all the information, you don't know who the, yeah, the it, know. you could wind up giving that sweetheart deal to the kingpin, which is kind of exactly what happened in Whitey Bulger's instance. He was really sort of running things or running a lot of things and he was inform he was acting as an informant giving up other people pretending like they were the big cats and the fbi was letting him slide meanwhile behind his back he's doing all this he's really driving this crime syndicate and that's sort of you can look at that and sort of apply it here where they don't really know what's going on the government starting to do the investigation they get a hold of epstein and and they give him this sweetheart deal thinking that he could lead them to whoever a Ghislaine, uh, uh, Clinton, or uh, Prince Andrew, or God knows what he has available to him, and as it turns out, no, he's the you know he's the guy, and whatever he's selling them is a pile of BS. Right. Plus, I mean, they're not going to let him continue what he was doing to be an informant, right? Well, For the sakes of being an informant. No, n- of course not. Yeah, yeah, of course not. But again. I mean, do you, you know, it's hard to, to know those things, to really know what's happening. Unless you've got somebody on 24-hour surveillance, yeah, it's kind of hard. That's true. It, you know, it's hard to kind of like have all that information nailed down. So I, so 
I don't really know, but I, I think, you know, as always, you know, a lot of people have a lot of theories about Epstein and who he was really working for. And I don't know if we'll ever really solve that issue, but it is, it is an interesting thing to play around with. And also this idea, especially too, because Ghislaine's whole thing is like, well, they couldn't get him. So they're coming after me, you know, again, going on that assumption that he's the kingpin here. But what if she was, what if, yeah. all her contacts they, from her father all these years and whatever and these two hook up and that's she's yeah. again the driving force in it all i know it could look that way because like you said woman or whatever and also the fact that for the most part all the victims are saying that she was the recruiter right for him makes it look like he's the the boss and the one in charge but maybe that's not necessarily that the sounds case like he had all the connections like he was talking to gates and he was talking to other people and you never hear of the I mean, you don't, I guess you hear a little bit of the relationship with Colleen, like in the Clintons and whoever else, but you don't hear you know, all this stuff is like Epstein and this person, that, you know, all the pictures are Epstein and this person, mm -hmm. Epstein and this person. That's why he looks like the, the leader kind of. And again, she's recruiting for him. That's straight from the word from several of the alleged victims. Okay. Um, it makes it look like, you know, obviously when you're you know, it makes it look like you're the you're the boss and you're the one in yeah, charge. And it's it's not that they couldn't get Epstein. I mean, he's dead. I mean, I'm sure if he was still alive, they could bury him with with the stuff that they got on Maxwell. Yeah. You know, I'm sure stuff's going to come out with Ghislaine that in the trial or whenever or through this whole process, that's going to, you know, if Epstein were still alive, would put him in 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 big trouble too. But also maybe that's, you know, that's the reason why he doesn't survive prison. You know, maybe, maybe that's the reason why they were, you know, because people make a big deal of why didn't they arrest both of them in the same day? Well, maybe he was helping build the case against her. You think we'll ever know? Like, you think the trial will bring this all to light? Or you think this is something? You want to know the God's honest truth? I feel like everything else we'll know like 50 years down the road. Like, it's just going to take a long-ass time to unravel everything. And then you get people that are at the end of their rope that, you know, got out without getting caught or whatever. It always seems that people want to admit things on their deathbed or closer to the end when it doesn't matter anymore. Right. When they're trying to clear their conscience, you know? That's probably when we're going to start to learn a lot of things. That's a long time. I mean, I think there's stuff. I mean, forget the the the, the criminals coming out with with whatever they're going to confess, but whatever the law enforcement has on them it should come out in the trial. No. Yeah, well, I mean, if they're going to prove some kind of case against Maxwell, they got to spill everything that they got. No. Yes, but that's assuming that they're not off trying to get somebody else that they're not like you know they got this jean-luc brunel guy that they're going after you know um he's somebody else you like i mean yeah but they can't do anything with maxwell in prison i mean they you either got the information or you don't i mean what could they i mean it's not like maxwell's out there working for them like as an informant she's in prison and he, she can't do anymore yeah no the, the she's only, working for them she can't anymore. The, the only reason why i'm saying that is because uh, like my guessing is that she that if there's a bigger fish to fry that's the only way that, that they don't let all the information out oh i see and also 
we don't know who, like, we don't know who, you have to assume that there's somebody on the, on the inside workings of the government that knew some stuff and didn't do anything. I mean, with any big, you know, crime, whatever, like, uh, organization, I guess, you got to assume there's at least someone. Always. Right? Always. I mean, if the, well, if the government knows about it, the crime, the crime outfits mm -hmm. or whatever, there's got to be a, a, an infiltrator somewhere. There's never, it's never a hundred percent. Right. I got to assume that. I mean, even if it's not, let's say it's not in the U S government and it's in the UK government or vice versa. It doesn't matter. Whatever. My, my example is, is either one of our, the governments aren't going to sell out the other government. No, they're not going to be like, Oh, well, they did the, like this was the, they're just not going to do it. It's not. No, but my point is like, if there's a, if there's a, a crime organization, no matter what the crime is, whatever, if the government knows about it, I, f I feel like step one is get one of your guys in there to, to right. feed you information. I mean, how could anybody in within the crime organization trust anybody else who's new? Oh, all of a sudden, our guys are getting arrested. What happened? Oh, maybe it's the new guy. No, nah, it can't be. I trust him too much. <laughs> it's like, maybe look at Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, I don't know. Shit's been hitting the fans ever since he came aboard. No, nah, it can't be him. That was a little... Come on. I know. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. The last two guys in happen to be the... Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's going to jail since these last two guys, whoever the hell they are, yeah. popped in out of nowhere. And I, I know you're going to... Everybody's going to beat me up for this, but The Departed, not a huge fan. Oh, boo. Boo. Here's why. Spoiler alert. All right. Um, spoiler alert. So... I'm with you through the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Enjoyed it. Then, major spoiler alert, at the end, they just kill everybody. It's like, I don't know what to do with these guys. I don't know how to wrap up their stories. Well, we'll just kill them all. I feel like if one or two of them got away, you know, I mean, this is not based on anything really. You could have done anything with these characters. And it was literally within 10 minutes, everybody was dead. Except yeah, Mark but... Wahlberg. Come on. Yeah. Everybody. Mark Wahlberg and Alec Baldwin. That was it. The only people that survived. Yeah, but that, that doesn't bother me. That doesn't make it a bullshit movie to me. That's no, fine. the movie up until then, I was like, I was like, all right, great, great. And, you know, yeah, you kill maybe a couple people. But they had so much more to do. And they just, I feel like they were running out of time and they needed to end the movie. Boy, so we can never like, make you happy. It wasn't enough killings in The Sopranos. Now it's too many that's killings. Not, that's not my complaint with The Sopranos. That is not my complaint with The Sopranos. My complaint with The Sopranos is it was a week between episodes, and every week it was like one in every five episodes was great. And then and then you sit there for a week and you go, man, I waited a week for this. <laughs> it was a 45-minute, you know, just crap fest. And I was like, ugh. And then you got a great episode. And then you're like, all right, all right. Keeps me in. And then you, and you sit there and... and his wife is shopping in Paris and I just want to shoot myself. Like, oh, that was the, that was the all time low of that series. The that Paris a 40 episode. minute dream that meant nothing. And I'm like, Ugh. Oh no, I like the dream sequences. Cause there's so much stuff built in there, but the, the, the Paris shopping was, it was ridiculous. Non, didn't move the story at all. Like it just, yeah. it was, we were stuck and we didn't move forward at all. It was, we literally watched 45 minutes of him sleeping. Are you going to say all this when we have Martin Scorsese on the podcast? No, I'm going to kiss his ass. 
<laughs> kidding me? I'm not rude. I'm not a dick. All right, is Hunter Biden running a art scam, Frankie C? Interesting story. Yes. So the chief ethics, the ethics chief from the Obama administration ethics over the chief. weekend ripped into Hunter Biden for selling his art at prices ranging up to a half a million dollars to anonymous buyers. Okay. Walter Schaub, the former Office of Government Ethics Director under President Obama, said that the lucrative arrangement has a, quote, shameful and grifty feel to it. The notion of a president's son capitalizing on that relationship by selling art at obviously inflated prices and keeping the public in the dark about who's funneling money to him has a shameful and grifty feel to it. Schaub warned that the anonymity granted to Hunter's clients could allow for influence seekers to fuddle money to the Biden family. Now, if you remember, if we rewind four years, this was also the complaint about uh, Trump hotels continuing to operate, that you can have somebody, and there was tons of stories out there of people, of, of hotels being booked up, right? All booked up, sold out, and then you go to the hotel and it's empty. Well, not only that, Anytime Trump, not anytime, but a lot of times when Trump took trips, they stayed at his properties. And who's paying for him to be at those properties? We are paying the Secret Service and everybody to stay on his property. And all that money is going into the Trump organization. So yeah. our tax money went into the Trump organization. And Schaub spotlighted hotels. He said, just as hotel charges and real estate purchases created a risk of unknown parties funneling money to the Trump family for potential unsavory purposes, Hunter Biden's grotesquely inflated art prices create a similar risk of influence seekers funneling money into the Biden family. I agree with both of these on both accounts. The, the, yeah. the, the hotel thing was a risky thing, and this is a risky thing, too, because not for nothing, but, you know, this guy's, you know, no Van Gogh. Or as I it's like to say... It's his own, he's painting it? With the, with the young kids and me, like to say, he's no Banksy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it his art? Like, he's painting it? Yeah, it's his art. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, but as an art, as a painter, someone who, you know, I know what, whatever. Oh, here we go. go no, no, no. I'm not defending Hunter or any. You know, I'm just go ahead, I'm saying. No, no, no. I want the artist critique because I'm, I'm not saying is, I don't know. You put a price tag on something. I mean, he's got. He still can make money, right? I mean, it's not like he still can work and do whatever job and make money, can he? It's not nothing to do with going toward the president or his campaign. Agree. It's not taxpayer money. It's he's running his business. If his business is selling his art, can he do that? Or am I reading something? Am I not? On the surface, you are. This? On the surface, you are correct. On the surface, you are correct. But this okay. is also the same person that worked for a energy company. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the past. As a consultant is, for an energy company. It doesn't look good when you pile it with the other stuff. But yeah. if, if you take it by itself and you say, all right. Here's the president's son who's painting and selling his paintings. How does that funnel money? I mean, yeah, he'll take money for selling his paintings, but don't all the kid, all his family members have jobs outside of the government? Like his, his son, his daughter has a job, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, they all still work, right? I mean, it's not like they don't yeah. have to stop. Their, everybody else in the Biden family has to stop working. I no, I get it. That's that's basically why this is allowed to happen because you can't tell these people that they can't work. 
But there's also a difference too in I'm a stockbroker or I'm an accountant to I am a art, I'm an artist and I'm getting paid. <laughs> pre, pre my dad was president, nobody was buying my shit. In fact, I wasn't even an artist. And now all of a sudden, I'm the hottest artist on the planet that I'm making Is 500. Is that the case, though? Was nobody buying anything you, of his? Have you ever heard of, first of all, and I hate to do this because it's a I don't shit know. argument that I'm about to do. But you look at this. because are not above shit arguments. Art is in the eye of the beholder, but you take a look at some of this work here. I mean, it's crap. It's crap. Yeah. It's horseshit. And and you know what the thing too? I'm sorry. I can make it bigger, but there's no point. I'm sure it's crap. You know, the thing is, it's like, I mean, there's one where he's literally, he's like blowing paint onto a page. I mean, not that, and here's my problem with it. It's like, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's been honing that craft for a long time. And it's be like, this could like, somebody could consider this beautiful, but you got here five minutes ago and this is selling for 500 grand. Come on. It's a lot of money for that. It's not terrible, but it's a lot of money. Now, if you showed me this and there was an artist who's been doing this for 25 years and he's built up a reputation and he's paid his dues, he's sold his art, like you said, he's been getting higher and higher sales at, at art shows and things like that, and he's charging 250 300 I could buy that. I could understand that. But the fact of the matter is, is these people are either paying for the fact that it's just a name or they're literally funding money to this guy, funneling money to this guy illegally, which is not an uncommon thing to do in the art world. Right, but he has to. It's not like he he has to claim all that. Yeah, I mean, it's not untracked income. It's it's not even the point. The point is, is that who's who's giving him this money, and what are they getting in return? It's the same 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 yeah. argument with the with the, the Trump hotels. Who's giving who's staying at these hotels? Who is paying a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a night? And what are they getting in return? Well, that's any president. You pick any president, their son now can is the son not allowed to do any more business? I don't get like how do you you know, I, I get that let's say my dad was president. Am I not allowed to like if I if I'm a painter? My, and I've been painting and selling stuff. Am I not allowed to continue selling paintings? I think you are, but I think this... It's obviously inflated price. The problem is obviously inflated prices and the anonymity of the buyer, isn't that... Yeah. Well, who is it anonymous to? Everybody? Or I'm sure he has to tell someone who's buying it. I mean, and that's the thing, too. If it, You just solve the problem right there. If you want to buy a piece of art and re remain anonymous, fine. But in this particular case, when we're dealing with our government, maybe there's an agency that, that it doesn't have to be released. Like, you don't have to give it to the public. But maybe you have to show such and such an agency, this is who the purchaser is. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think because that's if, if not, shit's just going to continue to go, and it's, you know. But it's, I know, I get it. Their argument would be... Um, Hunter Biden's not in government. He's not, you know, he doesn't have a, I mean, his, his I father's know. the president. I get that. But exactly. He has he access. He doesn't have a job. I know, he, I know. He has access. I know. And the two things are not supposed to cross paths. The two. Not really. Business and the, and the government are supposed to be completely separate. Yeah. And for all we know, it is. But it's not, it doesn't look good. But for all we know, we don't know.
And this is why I hate, this is why I see no purpose in picking a political side because you look at both of these godforsaken parties and they're both doing the same shitty stuff and nothing has changed in the last 30 years yeah. and there's no point in thinking that your side's better than anybody else's. True. Crazy. Agreed. Difference, and this is going to sound like, oh, here comes Frank. No. The difference is when it was the Trumps, it was pretty blatant and obvious and out in the open. I mean, like, this is this is pretty blatant too, though. I mean, uh, I know stuff not answered here. I get your point, but this is pretty bad. You have it's bad. You know, I'm not saying he's doing something. This is all on the up and up. It could be very. It could very well be terrible, and you know, he's taking money for whatever. It could be bad, yeah. but it's not proven yet. With Trump, they were staying at his the government people. He, when he went on down to Mar-a-Lago, we were paying for him to be there, but. We were paying Mar-a-Lago, which is his own place. So the tax money that we were giving taxes to to the government is going into Trump's family's pocket because the, Trump was staying at his properties. Agreed, but that was going to go to somebody else's uh, yeah thing which anyway. Which it should. Yeah, but it's going into his own pocket. He's basically collecting taxpayers' money to stay at his own property. Which that come on, that's. Blatant and out, out in the open and obvious. We're even trying to hide that. See, I, see I, I get your point. That doesn't bother me as much as who knows who else is putting money into those things and what are they getting, you know? Because that was a big criticism of Trump and even Alex Jones made that criticism of like, y you couldn't bribe the president, but all the people around him started opening up their pockets because they knew they had the president's ear and they were taking shit for themselves. To just to get to the, to try and influence the president, which is not a great thing to to be doing either, to have this being is, done either. I don't understand how we've gotten to a point where the government, like you get your salary, and that's it. Why is that? Why can't that be it? You get your salary. No more. Do, you don't get donations. You don't get this. You don't. Get, you get your salary, and that's it. You, yeah. you can't have sponsor this and this and that. If you want, if you want, like. Because uh, people are always going to find a way around it. Look at this. This guy, God knows what this guy is taking for these stupid pieces of art. Is always yeah, going to be a way around it. If I become president, people in my my at least my immediate family, but probably it should be every their businesses have to be monitored. Whenever money comes in, it's got to be accounted for. There's got to be an agency that that looks at who, all the government officials president or senator or whoever whomever and tracks hey listen you know this is where you know money's not being funneled in somehow you you get your salary for however long you're in office for whatever office and that's it why is it i'm gonna make millions because you know the nra is paying me to, and then now now all of a sudden i'm pro-gun because the nra is giving me millions well i i yeah i agree I agree. I mean, that's, it's, that's, 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 I feel like that's an easy fix, though. We could, we could do that. Well, the we thing could... is, is we got it right now. Like, like, look, let's head it off now. You, I mean, you got this guy who's a racist, a drug, a dr not, nothing yeah, not against good. drug addicts that, that, you know, but I mean, he's, no, I'm not a Hunter Biden fan. No, he's not a good guy. Doesn't he's a right. energy consultant one day, a famed artist the next day. Like, this is, uh, you know, yeah, it does not sound good. But, that's my point. My point is there should be an organization, like like you said, there should be a. Well, Congress has oversight committees. I mean, it's time to start turning these things. What are they, they could, doing? 
but they couldn't they couldn't get the trump and they couldn't get the whole trip and, and the thing was is usually people divest their stuff out like i remember bush owned the texas rangers and then when he went you know he got rid of the rangers and you know went on his little run of uh politics they couldn't get on the day i remember the day that they were expecting trump to get to 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 disavow himself from his business i know that's not the right term but you know what i'm saying he had a, he had stacks and stacks of papers about how he was he kind of he just circumvented the system same way it's like it's not a, it's not a law that you have to release your taxes he circumvented that system although i believe it is now that you have to do it now i think oh i don't know if they did that but i think they changed it this good. this uh so if he runs again in 2024 he has to release his taxes i think i think so or they were trying to change it or getting close i don't know whatever it is well that's the thing there should be there's so much corruption that could be easily the problem is the people who decide it are the ones that are corrupt yeah uh bill gates's house this i found pretty interesting they have several houses bill and melinda gates uh but their compound in uh seattle is a sixty-six thousand square foot home and it features a trampoline room so Mansion Global did this story, and their basic point of this story was is if they had to, as is co common in divorce, you have to sometimes sell the house to split up the, the assets. Who the hell is going to buy this thing? 66,000 square feet with a friggin' trampoline room. How much is it going for? It's not going for anything. Their, their point was is like, here's what we know is in the house. Like we, they, they kind of pieced oh, together. It's not even up for sale. They don't not know even up for sale. It, yeah, it's this dream story of like if they had to sell it. Oh, I'm sure you can convert the trampoline room into whatever the hell you want it. I mean, it's kind of awesome that he's got a trampoline room when you think about it. I mean, it's kind of stupid, but awesome at the same time. I mean, you imagine like, I'll be, you need me, I'll be in the trampoline room for the next 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> or all my friends are coming over, we'll be in the trampoline room. Yeah. Bill Gates has given another speech on how to save the world. Can we can we call him to see? No, he's not available right now. He's he's this is bounce time. This, this is bouncy bounce time. time. It's bouncy time, <laughs> and he's usually pretty tuckered out after that. So we put him right down for his nap. <laughs> can we talk to him after bouncy time? No, he has his juice box and his cookies, and then we so, put him down for. A nap. He's usually pretty cranky if you if you disturb this this routine. Uh, Trampoline they, room. They do put an estimate on the house mansion global. You want to take a guess? Sixty-six thousand square feet trampoline room. Uh, I'll say uh, forty-five mil. Higher than that. Eighty mil. Hundred and thirty million dollars is what they what, estimate. What, what, yeah. What? What? Who? what who? Mm hmm. What? Where is this in California? I'm sure. Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Seattle home. You're not even near California or anything. It's like, I guess that's a put away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, 100. What the hell? If you had Gates money, like what? This is like blank check, Richie Rich. Like, what's the craziest room that what, you would, would I come up with? Yeah. If I had a blank check, crazy amount of money. That's a good question. I'd probably get like a laser tag room. <laughs> like I'd build, you know, with the walls and the black light. I love you, but you're the biggest loser that I know. I mean, it's not even close. Or paintball. I have, I've never played paintball before, but I really, <laughs> I've always wanted to and nobody wants to go with me. But 
I want to do it. And nobody a paintball wants room? Maybe a paintball room or some kind of, like, I don't know. Because it's fun shit. It's like a big, I don't know. What would I, you do? I always had a dream, and this is scary, but I can remember drawing this in grammar school. Like, like drawing levels of a house like or like a big huge building mansion whatever you want to call it but having one entire floor the entire floor wall-to-wall pool just pool and you open the door and you just step into water well you can't open a door you would literally have to slide down a water slide into that level or uh and climb out and into a ladder I'm sure the people who maintain that pool would probably not be happy with that. It, well, yeah, you gotta be, yeah. But I mean, how cool would that be? Like, oh, you want to go to the fourth level? That's the pool. Like, it's just pool. Yeah, but you want to be able to step out of the pool and dry off. You want a little area that you could, that's dry that you could no. maybe put a chair or a radio or something? No. Nope. Pool. Bar. Pool. A bar. You still have a bar. You have a wet bar. It's it's you Ooh, swim up, nice. little swim up bar. It's nice. Bartenders in the in the in the water though on the other side of the. What about like bar. like palm trees? Or is it just one big glass room? One huge big glass room. But I mean, like the the staircase. You obviously have the staircase that's going from one the floor underneath it to the floor above it. That's not obviously pool. So it goes from the water in the water up to a dry fifth floor. Um, well, you could, pro I would probably have, yeah, so, the next level. The way it sounds, you're saying wall-to-wall -wall pool. Pool. Water. Everything. So but, no dry but like, surface. You would have, like, the elevator shaft would be in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, because obviously you got to get from one But floor. you can't get off at the fourth floor. No. That you would can't take... open the elevator door and jump into the pool. Well, that would be impossible. Why is that? Because it's filled with water. Yeah, but why wouldn't the elevator stop right above the water and you just step out into the pool? You know, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we could Are you worried that. about the elevator shaft getting filled with water? Also that. Yeah. Watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> and it would just and there would be a bunch of slides like all over the place. It'd be a bar, you know, like TVs. I guarantee you, in ten years, you get tired of those slides. Once you're, once you're like fifty. You'd be like, well, I can't do these slides anymore. You get tired of everything, though. I mean, is there anything it's you true. don't get tired of? It's seriously. kind of true. Yeah. Man, if I had my own, i trying to think of what the hell else I would do. I would do a ball pit room, too. Just the whole floor. Oh, that's ball pit. Fun. Huge ball pit. Ball pit room. That's yeah. a good one. Kids would yeah. love it. Yeah, that's a good one. Although you have to get rid of that once your kids get older. If not, you just start to put you in the Epstein category. You're like, why is this old man that's having a ball true. pit yeah. in his house? Once your kids are... <laughs> Out of ball pit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're not talking about ball pit for yourself. You just jump in there and you're like, Well, yeah, I, would, I would do it too. I mean, if, if Gates can have a trampoline room, I could have a ball pit room. That's true. I'd have a, I'd definitely have like a movie theater. Like one oh, whole totally. floor would be like the screen would be the size of a movie theater screen. It yeah. It would be like a, you know, flat screen TV. It would be a huge screen projection, projection. The seats would be big comfortable couches see like but here's the thing i thought out. about this and, and and i got a pretty nice little setup going for myself too if i had an ag like an ex like exactly what you were talking about which i would love to have i bet you i'd be like you two years in you'd be like let's go to the actual movies 
Like, let's go to the real movies. No, let's let's I go out and go that. to the movies. Nope. Because the one thing I hate about going to the movies is other people. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about the movies, except sitting around people who are talking, people who are right. chewing loudly, and people who are just plain annoying. Listen and to me. I can't. I had sitting this... in something gross. Like, I can't do it. I had this thought today. I was in, Ooh, I was getting, sure. I was getting lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I go to my, my little deli spot right here by the studio. And I am like, uh, I, I get on, I, I went earlier. I like a two o'clock lunch. Today I went at 12 because I didn't have breakfast. Lunch. I was starving. Yeah, I know. I, it's weird. I like a two o'clock lunch though. Um, so I go and it's obviously busier. And the first thought I had in my mind was, man, three weeks ago, I would have had, I could have gone like this and not touched a soul. Like, I, I'm happy to get rid of the mask thing. I'm glad we're going back to normal. But it feels like we were on to something with that six feet social distancing that we need it's to not a bad rule. keep that as law. Like, that should be just law. For, just for general, general sanity. Yeah. Just for us to be like, Dude, six feet away from me. That's just, just back pers- the f- back personal fuck. space. Yeah, that's it. Back it up. Be the personal space rule. That's it. Doesn't I, have to be for COVID. I get in line, and I I got my nice little distance between me and the person in front of me, and then three people come in right after me, and they are one on top of the other on top of me, and I'm just like, get the fuck. Like, one thing that I, I I realized throughout this whole process is how much skeeve we're breathing in from other people. Forget yeah. COVID for a second. Just general germy Sneezing into their hands, oh. touching everything. I, oh. That's why I never, when I'm on the subway, I don't touch a thing. I, I rarely sit. And I, I literally car surf. In the, like I stand. I don't touch the poles. I don't. I try not to lean against anything because I'm standing there, and I literally, one day I, I'm standing next to this guy. I literally saw him sneeze into his hand and then grab the pole. Oh, and I went. That's that's the that's the one I witnessed. What do I what do I not witness? What are you not then? seeing? But here's I'm with oh. you because I don't like touching things. So I'm I'm with you on that. But then you here's the problem. This is the problem with the last year. We got introduced to the word droplets. And that is basically the worst thing. Because remember, and New York people, I feel like I'm sorry, but we have a little bit more expertise in this. You smell all sorts of crazy shit when you get onto the subway. Subway's a terrible place. And you used to think like, oh, that just smells funny. But now I think if I can smell this, what else is going up in there that shouldn't be in there? What you're smelling, that smell, that odor, is Mike is tiny particles of whatever it is it's droplets it's droplets it's little they're going into your nose disgusting you're breathing it in disgusting the odor is little particles from that thing i feel like terrible. if masks didn't get politicized the way that they became if that didn't happen masks would be a part of everyday society movie if there wasn't somebody that's like you have to wear a mask i feel like all the stubborn asshole people out there which I'm a stubborn asshole. I can say that would be like, you know what? I'm going to, it stinks in that part. I'm going to wear this mask when I go to this particular place. Yeah, no, I agree. And it used to be, I used to, before COVID every now and then walking through the city, you'd see someone wearing a mask. Yeah. And you'd be like, that's weird with the, you know, but now I'm like, 
I feel like Subway is automatic mask. Like you just, I feel like again, if it wasn't politicized, everybody would be like masking up. Going, I don't want to smell homeless. Because you're on. Not only that, you're on top of each other. You're literally, especially during rush hour in the subways, you're literally up against each other, and it's. It's like you're face to face with. Can you even do that anymore? Can you? This is why I think offices are having so much like Google and and Apple and all the big, you know, even the financial institutions in the city. This is why I feel like we're having a lot of trouble bringing people back to the office and why, especially in big cities like New York, Chicago, where they're all where you're all on top of each other is because that transportation nobody wants to be in that situation now where they're like this to somebody else it's terrible and even like, and it's not about covid i mean it is no, it is started it, with that it started with that but now it's going to be like now what i got to be sick you know four weeks out of the year because of because i got to be like this yeah i don't know what why but it made us just realize there's got to be a better way this is not yeah. the way we should be traveling this this there's too much here. yeah and now I can't be the now because I like to throw a dirty look at people, especially when they get too close to me. Now it's got all this connotation like on it that I'm like, you know, but it's kind of like just back the fuck up, man. Like just stay away for just. Yeah. Give me some space. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Missing that space. Missing it. Uh, Macy Gray calling for the replacement of the, quote, tattered, dated and divisive American flag. I don't Not know sure. why it's divisive. Well, so uh, here's tattered, what happened. It's only tattered if you let it get tattered. It's, uh, we, a couple of weeks ago, and we didn't cover this because basically we didn't have time. There were just so many other more important things. But somebody from the New York Times wrote a piece that got caught up in the whole shitstorm of right versus left, where they were basically saying the American flag was adopted by the Trump supporters and thus became this divisive symbol. So that was the interpretation now the new york times article person said that that's not what she meant she was just pointing out the fact that they had adopted this flag and not that it had become divisive whatever and then it was accusing the left of blaming trump people for this blah 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 whatever it was okay that came and went and nobody gives a shit anymore but i find it interesting that that controversy popped and now macy gray is here basically saying the same thing she said and i quote in a market watch editorial that she wrote Quote, the American flag has been hijacked as code for a specific belief. God bless those believers. They can have it. Like the Confederate, it is tattered, dated, divisive, and incorrect. It no longer represents democracy and freedom. It no longer represents all of us. It's not fair to be forced to honor it. It's time for a new flag, end quote. I couldn't disagree with her more. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. The flag has been redesigned a ton of times. Now, the flag, yeah, I, I understand that the people you don't agree with, and you know, they it was at the, the rally, you know, the American flag, I'm hugging. Yeah, I get, but it's still the American flag, and no matter what, you know, people use it for, it doesn't take away from what it what it is. Agree. Uh, and and also, it's just a symbol. Like if you if you change it, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. It's, so it changed. It's changed many times. Right. It's changed over since its inception. The American flag has taken on many different. Do you know when the last time it changed? My guess would be when Alaska and 
Hawaii were at it in the what forties? Nineteen fifty nine. What? You're like the forties? Nineteen fifty nine. I thought no, I thought it was the forties. Hey, you got closer. I wasn't even close on that, so don't even worry about it. But hey, if we're gonna hey, listen, if we add Puerto Rico and DC, it's gonna change again. Yeah. A couple more stars. Maybe maybe it'll look different. It's changed so many times. So those the stars used to be this way, that way, it used to be in a circle. You know, it was so I'm not against changing it, but why? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I saw her idea. I think it, it was uh, she. She posted. Yeah. So she she said that she suggested a new flag with off-white bars and stars that were white alongside ones that were black and brown to reflect America's diversity. I mean, I'm all for so if we're going to change the flag. I'm all. F- I'm all for submitting ideas. That's great. Um, the stars, as it stands, does not represent people as much as it represents the states. Correct. The colors of the flag have a different meaning as well. Uh, the Smithsonian documents uh, say that the white stripes represent purity and innocence. America is great. It is beautiful, pure. It ain't, she says. It is broken and in pieces. Sounds like she's depressed. If I could be perfectly honest with you, and now this, the, so now the. By the way, though, the 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 stripes represent the thirteen colonies. Oh, That's why there's thirteen, right? And why they're red, white, and blue is honestly, I mean, just I guess you could ask Betsy because I don't fucking. I think oh, that's what she had. Handed. They have meanings to the to the, the colors have meanings. Bullshit. I think Betsy just had a bunch of red, white, and blue shit lying around the old uh, cabin. And was like, fuck it, I'll put this together. I'm telling you, they have meanings. Okay, here's the thing. Also, so now you know I disagree with her because it's just a symbol, the flag. It represents all of us. And by the way, I think it's beautiful. And and what it stands for is beautiful. But I will say, I have a growing frustration for flags in general. I think flags stink. Because then you look at all the flags, it's basically like, okay, look at Italy's flag. Like They're like, I don't know, it's got a, a red square. Yeah, do they mean anything? Red, white, white square, and a green square. What does that mean? I mean, flags for the most part are shit. They all kind of need an update. Like, we have digital... Like, I have a picture frame that changes every 10 seconds with a new picture of my kid. We kind of need to put that that technology into flags. I think... I feel like a flag... But on the other hand, I feel like a flag should be something that you could easily draw or... No, I think a flag should be plugged in and powered... And should have sparkly dues. You want digital flags that are in motion and yeah, 3D maybe. And this is not as an American. This as a, as a tech uh, kind of greedy asshole. And why does a flag have to have one shape? Why a rectangle? Let's make it a circle flag. It's always a fucking rectangle. Where are the circle flags? Excellent triangle Frank. flag. Give me. We have all kinds of shapes. There's lots of shapes. Lots of shapes out there. Yeah. Give me a dodecahedron. Uh, here Whatever we go. the fuck that, yes. You're welcome. So now a uh, the white signifies pure, purity and innocence. The red, hardiness and valor. And blue signifies vigilance, perseverance, and justice. Yeah, it's... There, a, there's meaning behind them. Because it, it's not it's not race. It's not like the white no, part is for the white people. No, they don't represent race. Yeah. That's yeah. not why they're there. The and I think that, uh, although I, I understand where Macy's coming from, I... Changing it doesn't matter. It still represents all of us. Yeah, and let's it, say it was uh, an all yellow flag, whatever. Hmm. It's still going to be 
quote the American flag. The American flag, exactly. So it's just gonna people are just gonna lift that up and And gonna, that you know, flag represents the biggest asshole piece of shit we got, all the way up to the greatest person that we have and everybody in between. Exactly. So yeah, I understand and I'm all for if you if everybody's on board with changing the flag, submit your your drawings, whatever yeah. style you want. But it's gotta be, you know, for the right reason. If we're adding states or every or everybody's like, you know what, I think we need to update it, like you said. Maybe it's a little old fashioned or whatever. You wanna do something different, it's gotta be, you know, cool a good reason. We gotta then, pick it up a little we, bit. I mean, and I will say, you give credit where credit is due. The American flag actually has some pizzazz to it but it italy does. france you yeah. people are on warning you have extraordinarily shitty flags that need some updating i gotta tell you when i see the american flag it's a proud you know it's a, it's a symbol it's a proud symbol and listen if Here, here's the test frank here's the test if i can recreate your flag with construction paper in under 15 seconds gotta go got to go like the american flag that cutting out all those stars you're talking about a three-hour operation that was always there. the hardest part that's a drawing bitch. those in you always got it like when you're drawing it as a kid yeah you don't put 50. You and do a few, you do a few of them and here's the thing too and let me tell you about these germans big deal so you so you didn't go this way with your stripes you you you, you went this way i'm not impressed don't act like that's a whole big thing like look at us we're different from italy we fucking turn it stop it Come up with something I like new. Puerto Rican, the Puerto Rican flag. I don't even know what that One is. One star, blue triangle, red, white stripes. It's kind of a... It's almost like Captain America's armor. I'll have to look sideways. I will have to look it up. Like Australia. You took Britain's flag, scrunched it up in the corner, and then put some fucking stars. Well, it is makes that sense really because they're like you... an offshoot. I know, but... I like the British flags. There's That's some cool. flag. Believe me, there's some flags out there that need some updating. Macy's not all. She's she's got a point with that one. Just it's not particularly yeah, ours. I get that. You know, we're not America isn't perfect at the moment. I get that, and it's probably never going to be perfect. No, no country's perfect. Well, but I get that. But this, you know, I feel like the flag isn't the problem. All right, here I'm going to show you three flags. I'm going to give you a breakdown here. Okay, Brazil, great. They got a diamond, they put Uranus in the middle, and then it's green and yellow and blue. I, I don't know what their obsession is with Uranus, but they're like, fuck it, let's put it in it the looks, middle of our flag and let it roll. Looks like an Advil. It's great. Now, uh, Canada, uh, you know I love Canada, Frank. Second Canada's favorite country. Bad, no? I like the leaf. It's a, it's a fucking leaf in the you middle a of a boring-ass thing. I want a Tim Hortons donut. Oh, and man. Poland got so tired, they couldn't only, they could, they were like just two colors. They're like, what about a third? We need a third. Everybody's got a third. They're like, fuck it. I'm tired. I got to go home. This, yeah, we're going with two. Yeah. Red and white. It's over. <laughs> I got to pick up the kids. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. I mean, I, I get your notes. I, I've got them written down here, but, you know, our first idea with red and white, I think that's it. That we hit a home run there. Yeah. Well, we got, you know, it's not an easy. It, you know the the American flag is a is a Again. complex looking flag. And okay, like look it. at the Netherlands here in the middle of the screen. How did France not sue them for copyright infringement? I yeah, want to know. That's a little that's a little close. I want to know. Yeah, I mean you, the, the Greek flag kind of reminds me of Tetris a little bit. It's a little Tetrisy. It's a little. It's a little on the Tetrisy side. Which is not a bad thing. We 
Tetris would be a good flag. That would be Get something some of those else. Pieces on there, just yeah, floating around. I'll go for a, te- a flag of Tetris. Of course we could, but um, there's yes. some funny material in there. We respect all countries and all their flags. Well, some of them. <laughs> no, we do. Uh, but I, I, I will give Macy great credit for like this was a whole shit storm, and she just comes out a week later being like, "Hey, you know what? That is like this, this is how I feel. It's kind of like uh, it's not know. a bad topic. Why, why, you know, no, it's not I, a bad oh, idea to bring something like that up. It's it, it's totally totally valid." It's a great topic, but I just think it's this it's still this shitty left response to Trump. It's like just fucking let it go already. Like get over it. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 a great it's a good topic to bring up to refresh things. Like when you hit refresh on your uh, on an email on your emails or something. It's just a nice I don't know. It, I think you have, to, you have to word it better. Hey, I think America is on an upswing. I think we're doing great things. Let's maybe freshen things up a little bit. I just think the, it's the, the messaging is off. I, I think the flag is so great. Again, if we're going to add new states, Puerto Rico. What was the other one you named? D.C. D.C., Long Island, they've been rumor. You know, all right, move the stars around a little bit. I get it. But I like the whole we started with 13, 13 bars. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like. I like the American flag the way it is, but and the red, white, and blue—they're nice colors. And it's you know tradition. I like that. But it's if we're again if we're adding states, throw some extra stars. Maybe we work it a little. What if you know it's in the what if the stars are in the middle and all the stripes are around it? Is that not good? Ooh, no, I kind of like that. We could move that fucker around a little bit. We put this. We take the square out of the corner. Slap it in the middle. Center. Stripes. You might have something there. I don't know. Just an idea. Just well, I'm not saying a you know. We need to change anything, but if the topic comes up, if we ideas. added two more stars, where do you you gotta kind of you gotta reimagine? You gotta readjust. All... Fifty two is is a tough number. Yeah, like fifty two in a, in a in a deck of cards. Fifty two cards. Maybe yeah. We, maybe we, the whole flag is just all the cards laid out. Ace um, the king. There is a uh, there's a bartender in Miami who's uh, really sure got a. Is. Great. There's a couple, right? He's got this great story where um, he handed this note over to this young lady uh, that basically he gave her a receipt. You know, he made it look like it was like her receipt. And he wrote on the receipt, if this guy is bothering you, move your ponytail to your other shoulder and I'll have him remove. He gives he's giving me the creeps. And she did it, and they had the guy removed, and nice. um, his story went incredibly, incredibly viral. Like two hundred thousand people were commenting on it. Like right as soon as it got put out, it just caught a storm. That's good stuff. I mean, there's there are bars. I, I feel like almost every bar is different, but there are codes. Like if you order something specific, yeah, there's that's a code that the bartender knows. You're either in trouble or you need some kind of help. Yep. And I think, I don't know. I would, if you're going Max out Gutierrez, and you're already... This Max Gutierrez is going to get laid, my yeah. man. This is, and and like she's got his picture out there and everything. He's a good looking guy. This, guy. this guy's a superstar now. He's wearing the Hawaiian shirt down in Miami. Oh, uh, yeah. And that bar, numbers are going up for that bar, too. Totally. A billion percent. A billion percent. But yeah, if you're someone going out and you're a little worried about where you are, maybe you're by yourself for a little bit, you 
talk to the bartender. Hey, you know, I'm by myself or I'm with a few girls or few, whoever. If you got there's codes for guys, there's codes for girls. And you're in some kind of trouble, can I give you a signal? Is there a way to, you know, because there's stuff like that. The bars have that. Yeah. So you, ask, you ask the bartender, you ask the owner, you ask whoever, manager. Oh, we're losing your audio there, Frankie C. We got yep. a battery issue. All right, we'll give we'll give Frankie C a moment here, and this is good because uh, this is the right time to lose Frank because we're talking about my favorite artist, and that's Banksy. And Frank hates Banksy, and I love Banksy. Uh, credit to Jen who sent this over to me. Uh, there's going to be a Banksy street art exhibit coming to New York City this summer. It's a one of a kind Banksy exhibition. I am super excited for it. Over a hundred genuine and certified artworks. All from Banksy. Go ahead, Frank. I don't hate Banksy. Oh, you don't? What I don't like is it's there's kind of an obnoxiousness to it. Like a... Um, what, because it's cool? No, no, no. Uh, uh, as Banksy. Like, he, it, there's a little bit of a... I don't know. Like an, abs, like an absurd obnoxiousness to the... Oh, I'm not going to show my face kind of thing. I prefer to remain anonymous. It's all about the art. It's like, shut up. Show your face. Who are you? <laughs> Cool. I think it's part of the character, though. I don't think it's obnoxious. I think it's part of the the character of, you know, it's the art and not the... Well, Sia did the same thing, right? She stopped showing her face. Well, she did that for... Um, she wanted to live a private life. This guy's just doing it, I think. <laughs> Maybe this, I'm wrong. This is the Maybe craziest statement you've ever made. It's just a little... It's a little... Oh, Sia, a little Sia wants to remain private, but Banksy's just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have no argument. He's probably not a dick. I I, re, I retract my Banksy's a dick thing. He's not a. Dick. I never said he was a dick. I just it's a little obnoxious, a little you know, a gimmick. I feel like it's a gimmick. Am I wrong? Well, I mean, I don't think it's start. Here's the thing: when he first started doing it, nobody gave a shit about him, you know. And then he like hits, and that's kind. That was kind of see his point. It wasn't just the privacy thing. It was also. You know, nobody gave a shit about her before she wrote a hit for Rihanna, and then all of a sudden now everybody cares about what she looks like, and she was kind of like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna kind of be in the background." And and I could just be a jealous artist. I don't know. I could just be, you know, nobody gives a shit about my art. So I love your I'm art. I'm sure big man. Banksy's fine. I've seen his stuff. He's actually a good you hate artist. Banksy, and it's okay. You hate. know, it's not See, that big of a deal. Nobody appreciates this thing that you do. That when I say something. You say the opposite, and it's actually what I say was true, but what you say is not. Like the whole, he's a he's Very. homophobic thing. That's not true. Very you say cool. that, I well, disagree. I'm yeah. not homophobic. You want me to go back to last year's tweets? Go for it. Show them. What do you got? The Foo Fighters opened up Madison Square Garden, another sure sign that COVID was over, and Dave Chappelle came out to do Radiohead's Creep. Can we hear any of it or no? I'll Can play you a snippet. Give me a snippet. It's not that great. It's Chappelle I mean, singing. It's Chappelle, Creed. yeah. It's yeah. Not, I'm sure he's not a trained vocalist. <laughs> it, it is not great. It's fun, though. Yeah. So I'm a creep. That's my Chappelle. <laughs> that, that's what I thought he was going to sound like, but he didn't. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a creep. That's my Chappelle. That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the crowd was just pumped to see him and the Foo Fighters. Like it's more of those when you look at a lady, you're like, oh, "That's kind of shitty." But when you're there, you're like, "This is this, this is, is awesome. great. It's awesome." 
Yeah, you know, it's Chappelle singing with the Foo Fighters. What do you want? It's it's not going to be. Yeah. You know, top in the charts, but it's going to be it's going to be a cool experience. Something you tell people, hey, I saw this live. That's cool. We're back and COVID's over and, you know, all this. Uh, Where was this? What town? This is at Madison Square Garden. This Madison is the Square Garden. Uh-huh. First show in 460 days Oof. at Madison Square Garden since it closed down for the pandemic. And, of course, you had douchebags out front that were protesting because it was a vaccinated-only show. Right. Um, but, you know. Get your, get your hey, fucking vaccine. You know what? It's their show. They could tell you, not, you know, they want people. Oh, but you, ha- you had to see the people. Oh, they're infringing on our, we want to see the Foo Fighters too. Shut up. Shut up. Get vaccinated and you can go in. This stupid Delta variant is now rearing its ugly head all around because uh, 30% of the assholes that live in this country don't want to get the fucking thing and... You know, I wasn't, I was very, I was a lot more open to it like weeks ago, but now I'm getting a little, now that it's 30%, it's aggravating me more because I'm a majority rules kind of guy. Yeah. You know, that's why I was never upset that Trump won. I was never upset that Biden, I don't give a shit. Like if that's what we, if that's the direction we're going in, majority rules, that's our rules. So great for everybody. But now that we're up to 70%, and everybody is fine. It's all yeah. working out okay. And now that we can, jo- uh, the the vaccine is doing its job. We can legitimately see data of places where vaccines are high, numbers are extraordinarily low. It's like now, what the what are you waiting for? What Basi- more proof do you need? Ten years from now, you want to know what, what the effects yeah. are. Thirty years from now, what what what? When are you gonna accept it? So I was having a conversation with somebody. I'm make this very quick because we got to wrap up. I was having a conversation with somebody, and they go, I just don't want to get it. And I said to them, nobody wants to get this shit. You think I want to get this shit? It's like your duty. It's like part of your, the government ain't controlling you. You're not, then you got people sticking keys to their forehead going, look, it made me it magnetic. Is. No, you greasy motherfucker, Super take a shower. Thing. It's the, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Oh, look at this. And then the woman did it in court, and, and it couldn't. It, she couldn't get it to stick. And, sa- and like it's like, idiot. you know, and I'm sure we have people that listen and are, are loyal to us, and I appreciate you, and you refuse to get it. I, I, I'm sorry to offend you, but I really feel like, you know, again, like the, much like the draft or any other kind of the crazy paying taxes, all the shit that we don't yeah, want to do, but we do. Nobody wants to do them. You got to do that shit. You just though. fucking do it. I mean, and then you're going to, oh, but it's my right to not do it. Yeah, it is. It's also, it's also your right to be an asshole to everybody you meet. Again, it's another right you have, but you don't do it. And there are people out there with general, uh, genuine medical concerns. Sure. For not having to get it, and I get that. you get a pass from me on that one. Absolutely. If your doctor, your uh, person you go to, your general practitioner says, "Don't get this vaccine because you got something going on that it might whatever," I get it. If your doctor says. Vaccine's not going to affect whatever you got, and vice versa. It's not going to. Then, you know, maybe maybe you want to get a second opinion. Go for a second opinion. Go for a third opinion. Yeah. They all tell you. Just you're fucking fine, go. Get the vaccine. Just fucking go. Get the vaccine. Go. You don't know better than the doctor. Yeah. The doctor knows what he's talking about. The scientists know what they're talking about. All, all right, Frankie. See the floating man. Take a this look guy, at this. This is fantastic. This is insane. Uh, this, I could see being 
widely more widely accepted than flying cars i feel like this is the direction we'd go besides flying you know if we're not going the flying car route yeah this is the route this is the route we're watching a guy who's literally standing on top of a drone and he is floating through Times square similar to the way the green goblin did in spider-man in the spider-man that's movie. what i would wear if i was this guy I'd yeah. be wearing that costume. he missed the opportunity he's wearing black that was a big mistake he's got a helmet on which good good for him safety first but credit Casey Neistat, uh, famed YouTube vlogger. He did this a couple of years ago, but he was actually hanging from the drone. So he was underneath the drone. Oh, see, now that's not... They built the drone powerful enough, though, to pull him up and do all these crazy stunts that he was doing. But this guy is literally balancing himself and standing on top of the drone. That is a new level. This is amazing. It's kind of crazy. And here's the weird part about this. You'd think this is going to help us move society forward, but literally this is just going to be the DoorDash people bringing me a mcflurry in a year from now then that's what i be using this for then i will sign up to be a doordash delivery guy because i want to do this i mean it's great why it's, not who doesn't want to go flying on a friggin' drone and now shit? If, you're, if you're standing underneath him are you like caught in a windstorm probably i guess so but it doesn't look like it's that powerful i mean also i don't even know if he had permission to do this i mean it kind of just seems like he did it i mean i mean what's uh, what's the what what would the it's not like he's breaking a law what is he no know? but if he's floating over somebody and the thing gives way and he crushes them and hurts oh, them, yeah. that's oh that's a big problem that's yeah. a major issue <laughs> i mean you can't you literally can't have fly a drone in the city anymore without getting it registered with the faa and they're literally not letting anybody do it that's true he's what is he he's got to be like 10 feet off the ground 15 feet off the yeah ground. he's flying and he's moving he's not going slow he's going looks like 15 20 miles an hour maybe i'd say 15 i'm gonna make a promise to you and the entire audience the day that we get access to this we will do a podcast flying around and it will be amazing what if this thing costs like three grand well we'll wait till it gets cheaper we'll have to find out okay. There we go. <laughs> We're accepting donations. I'm selling my art for three grand. <laughs> <laughs> if it costs three grand, we're going to hire Hunter Biden to paint us a bunch of shit. I'll tell you that right now. I love it. Uh, the other solution, hopefully we sell a bunch of merch there. Shop Anthony on there, you com. there you go. Buy some T-shirts so we could do a floating fucking podcast one day. Oh, uh, that'd be it. awesome. Appreciate podcast it. from the sky. That would be fantastic. All right, we got to leave it there, Frankie C. Uh, JSABs, by the way, I don't know what's what here. We could take this for what it is, but she got that young lady fired over at Dunkin' Donuts, and then uh, we lost track of the Dunkin' Donuts girl, and now we haven't heard from JSABs since. So I don't want to jump to conclusions here. We don't know. It's all speculation. She could just be uh, taking a day off from the right. podcast. right. She could be unavailable for another reason. Right. But her or family be... and friends have not heard from her for three days, and I am pretty sure she's dead. You can't rule it out. I'm not going to rule it out. You know, because if that's the case, this podcast is now evidence. She's either dead or just ignoring me. Both are strong possibilities. Equally viable. I've, you know, I can't discount either one of those. That's fine. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? uh no have a great week everyone good start to the week we got a lot of great stuff planned for the rest of the week here on the podcast of course so uh make sure you're subscribed hit that thumbs uh, up thumbs up facebook youtube if you're watching appreciate it if you're just listening and you listen on apple Podcasts, rate and review you can also follow us on spotify which is great 
Uh, some buddies of mine were telling me that Spotify is going to be introducing a live uh, audio feature, which is going to be interesting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so radio buddies outside of the show. Well, I got some people. I know some people in the in the thing. Some guy just messaged me on, on LinkedIn. Was it the furniture guy? What's no, it wasn't the furniture guy. Dan, I think? It wasn't Dan. <laughs> it was Dan. Oh, credit to... I got to give credit to Uncle Jamie. Okay. By the way, we talked about on a previous episode that we did, I've never been to a garden party. And then we right. talked about the difference between cannoli chips and cannolis. Right. And for Father's Day, I was invited to... Don't tell uh, me you went to a garden party. My uncle's rooftop, where he had lots of uh, uh, gar uh, herbs growing and raspberries and straw. Like it's a, it was a garden party up on the top of his roof where he lives. Nice. A and uh, not only that, let me cover my other uncle's face here because he doesn't like to live on the internet. Not only that, but look what's in my hand. He served up Beautiful. cannoli chips. Cannoli Classy. chips with cannoli cream. And to get even more classy, look closely at the shirt he's wearing. He is hey. wearing the Not Now Anthony On Air shirt. That's the one, baby. By the way, this is how my wife looks at me all the time with utter disappointment and disgust. So I'm, just... I, I'm aware of that look. <laughs> I've seen that. So credit Uncle Jamie, who is by far the most supportive family member that I've ever had. You rock, time. Uncle Jamie. Yes, he does. Thanks, Uncle Jamie. All right, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for watching and or listening. AnthonyNair.com has all our links. Where's the shirt proudly, by the way? Yeah, Proud to wear one. it. I got to get one of those shirts. Usually my family is utterly embarrassed by me, and people have made up stories about how they don't know me. But Uncle Jamie. Love Uncle Jamie. He's a, he's a gem. Good, good.